Hello, Achievers. This is episode... Uh, God damn it. 29? 29. 29 of the Next Level Author podcast. <laughs> <laughs> a podcast where we hold each other to account and track our step-by-step progress as we level up our author businesses. My name's Sasha Black, and here with me every week is... Daniel Wilcox. Yeah, it is. There's never a non-cheesy way to say that. I don't know where where that is. This is a callback to our dance dance off earlier. (laughs) It really is, yeah. Yeah, I definitely, uh, over dinner, had uh, music playing in the kitchen and we were just dancing like idiots, like for the whole of dinner, like the whole way through. We'd have like a bite of pizza and then we'd like galp and dance. It was very fun. I I don't know why I'm telling you this on the podcast, but anyway... (laughs) Why not? Why not? Would have been better if you'd filmed it, but we'll, yeah. we'll settle just Hell, a retelling. No, I think there is enough of me making a fool out of myself on film. Because of last you're talking week. about, Angel. <gasps> oh, <laughs> wow, you went there. Oh, I see how this is going. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I am not going to forget, my darling. I am not <laughs> going to forget. Okay, so check in. How are you this week? Yeah, doing well. I uh, So I, I mentioned last week that I created a production schedule for myself, which has all like automatic tallying of how many words I've got going when things are meant to be finished and all that. And I've, I've stuck with that, which is um, nice because I basically planned it to the end of the year. So I've now got this visual overview of what I need to do, how far I'm pushing with certain stuff. And it's nice to know that in a few weeks, things will start to lessen up and then get off my plate a bit. But um yeah generally good it's been a week i've pulled back from the gym a little bit just because um i had a situation at the beginning of the week in which uh, i had to keep my son for a bit extra because of covid mm-hmm. and um it's just it, it was I'm, I'm, my mornings are still a bit all over the place going back to like the morning routine episode so i'm trying not to be like too just strict and rigid with things having to happen and obviously i'm moving in like six weeks as well now so there's a lot going on um but to be fair i'm keeping positive like it, it, i've felt good this week i've given what myself more sleep that you're yeah. keeping positive i <laughs> uh, no, yeah <laughs> but um yeah i've given myself more time to sleep um and just rest and it's it's paying off and i've ended up taking the whole weekend off last weekend which i said I was oh, you. and i booked this weekend off as well so Yay, I, I am proud of you it's a weird thing to be proud of but there it I is know. <laughs> <laughs> how, how are you? when you're How's... a workaholic though you know so the thing is i think we've said this before like sometimes it doesn't feel like work but you do get to a point in which your brain needs to switch to something else yeah. to just proactively be able to rest that side of your brain so yeah it's it, it makes sense and i've got some um just fun things lined up this weekend and stuff so should be good mm. how about you how was your week i know the answer but tell the audience yeah <laughs> You do know the answer because we are still on Zoom every single day all day whilst we're like sprinting. I have to say though, like I am loving the Zoom sprints because I get so much more done than I ever would have done like by myself because um you just you just can't be you just you can't be sly about not working. So we're just smashing out work. Um so how's my week been? It's been up and down. So on Friday of last week, so we are on the 16th of October. So a week ago would have been the 9th of October. Is that? I don't know. Yeah. So on the 9th of October, my son got sent home from school um, because somebody in his year group had a positive COVID test result. And yeah, (laughs) Uh, not quite. And so he was home for a whole school week plus two weekends and the Friday. So more or less 14 days, not quite 14 days, but more than 10 days, whatever it was anyway. Um, and his 
quarantine ends at midnight tonight. Um, but what that meant is the school was sending a metric fuckload of work, which genuinely did take from like 9am until 3pm to do all the schoolwork. And um, there was an expectation that he did the schoolwork. So it, it, I basically didn't really get anything done for a whole week, which um, I can't, I am not in a position to be able to just not work for a week unless I've planned that. So like if I plan a week to have off, then I will have done everything I need to do <laughs> before that week. So yeah, it's been really stressful, I would say. And um, I don't really want to repeat that, but mm. it also pushed me over the edge and I have got a VA. So there is some yeah, positives. You do. Yeah, I do. I really do. And we're doing a trial week next week. And I it, this this is definitely the week that pushed me over the edge because uh yeah, I just can't cope. So I've got a VA. I'm deliriously excited at that. If you want to see prospect. Sasha's to-do list, jump into the Rebel Author Facebook group and look at her accountability list. And that's about half of it. Yeah. <laughs> I, do you know I actually don't put everything on there because I'm always mm-hmm. because everyone's always like your list is ridiculous I'm like I know <laughs> everything um but yes anyway so I I am good right that's checking over and done with so we're going to add a new segment uh each week aren't we we yes. are I'm very yes, excited Sasha. about this of course yeah. I am <laughs> right okay so Brett um kindly posted in the Facebook group and I don't know why we didn't think about this uh maybe because we made this podcast all about us so selfish (laughs) (laughs) because we're pretty much overloaded with work as well but this is this is a good thing I'm I'm excited for this yeah I am super excited about Mm. this and I'm and I'm so glad that he did this so Brett Jackson thank you so much if you are listening um Brett posted in the Facebook group for next level authors that he leveled up today he signed up to a copywriter and editing online diploma course. And he just wanted to share the good news. I fucking love that. I love Mm -hmm. that he leveled up. I love that he shared the news. And so we want to add a weekly level up. So if you guys level up in any way, shape or form, it can be a big level up. It can be a small level up. It can be something in between. Please do post it in the group and tag us as well. Mm -hmm. And then then we'll definitely see it. And we will shout out your your level up of the week because I think that's awesome. And I, I, you know, I love that we can celebrate other people's leveling up as well. So yeah, Mm. let us know. Okay. And congratulations, Brett. Good luck with everything that's upcoming. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And I hope you smash the course. Easy, easy. Right. Your turn. Oh, okay. So uh, another bit of announcing newsment. (laughs) We have uh, started a Patreon page for the Next Level Author podcast. So there's no expectation from anyone to get involved with this. This is literally anyone who wants to get a little bit more from the show, support us on on all that we're doing. Um, We kept it nice and simple. There's there's not a whole lot to it. It's basically over at www.patreon.com forward slash next level authors. Link will go in the show notes. Uh, And we have two tiers. We have the silver tier, which is $2 a month in which you can get early access to the episodes and you get a shout out live on the podcast. And we have a $5 a month tier 
in which we'll do a live monthly Q&A. So we'll basically throw a link out there to anyone on that tier. And you can basically just join me and Sasha for a bit, bit of giggly fun at the end of each month. Ask any questions you have and basically just almost like one of these episodes, but you'll be there as well, which will be a lot of fun, um, yeah. as well as 10% discount off of uh, any of our courses and services. And that's something that, although I kind of teased it in the last week's episode, um, there's a lot more of that upcoming. So that could be quite useful for you guys. But like we say, it's not it's not in any way to to grab people's money. It's none of that. It's just literally the options there for people who want to get involved, who want to get a little bit more. Um, and yeah, that's over at patreon.com forward slash next level authors. I, I don't remember if I even mentioned that I launched a course because I, I have no recollection of last week. Did I mention the course? You mentioned soft launching in your task, but I don't think you did an official thing. Ah, okay. Well, so, and speaking of 10% off, um, I, <laughs> I will have to create a coupon code for that if I haven't done that yet. So you'll have to remind me to do that. Um, so I launched uh, my first ever course, which is the Anatomy of Prose, The Senses. And okay, so like, this is this is the thing I wanted Dan is doing the most spectacular dancing and because it's not him talking you can't see it but I was seeing some spectacular dancing guys um well what was I even saying okay so yeah so basically I wanted to create a, a the anatomy of prose course but in trying to create a course that from a book that is already a fucking tome, I realized that I really should not do that uh, because I would end up duplicating and not actually going any deeper. And the whole point of a course is to go deeper than the book. So what I learned is that I have to micro niche down and go and take very small subtopics from the from the book and go into detail in those. So that's what I'm going to do. And I may flit between that, that book and some of the other books um, and maybe even some marketing courses. I've, I've had quite a few people ask me for marketing and business information recently and just need to get over myself and do it but anyway if you guys want to improve your prose improve your descriptions your sensory writing deepen your characterization then you can by taking this course it's over three hours of content there's all videos audio transcripts there's a workbook uh, there's exercises there's examples it's pretty fucking good even if I say so myself <laughs> so um, yeah you can check it out at uh, sashablack.thinkific.com link in show notes link in the show notes I'm gonna forget all of the links that we're supposed to put in the show notes I can't even remember oh, yeah. I, know, I know there was another one what was the other one uh something or other awesome <laughs> patreon right or was it before that feel it like matter. it was before we'll... that anyway before let's that. move on all right so <laughs> it's what late in the uk and by is. late i mean 8 p.m <laughs> yeah that's late for me i've just taken painkillers well that bad of a headache anyway right thing of the week what did you enjoy so i'm gonna be uh cheaty i think here and i'm gonna say my boot camp like um the, so obviously we spoke last week about was it last week the week before about what have you learned about selling yourself and obviously there's some sort of uh, hesitation with myself and selling myself into certain services so I'm excited to say that I've got people signed up to the boot camp um, and day by day I'm getting sort of odd people trickle in here and there I've added an extra set of dates and times just based off people's feedback so originally I was doing 8 p.m till 9 30 p.m on Tuesdays and Thursdays through November I have also added uh, 11 a.m. until 12.30 p.m. for people who might be in different time zones that want to jump in. Um, spaces are going, and I've got 20% off for the first 20 people that sign up, and that's almost gone. So 
get over to danielwilcox.com slash bootcamp to get your your place on the bootcamp. And yeah, I'm very, I'm very excited. I've had uh, some familiar faces join in, some people that I've never met before. So I'm excited to to dive in and just whip people's asses into shape so they can crush Nano. Oh, I, I can't wait to see how this goes for you. I'm excited because you're like, you're like a positive cheerleader. And mm-hmm. I don't know, like, yeah. It's going to be brutal. I mean, like, I am I'm full though? on setting timers. I'm going to okay. set timers. They're going to beep. It's going to happen. We're going to go. There's going to be none of the crap that we do in our Zooms. Like, there's not, not going to be like five minutes is up. Chat, 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 chat. Dance, 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 dance. Background change. We're going to just jump in, hit the timer and fucking go. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it so much. I would just like to say we do actually get loads of work done as well. Like, <laughs> let's be real. You just have written 25,000 words this week. It's not like we haven't done work. I have. And loads uh, of extra stuff too. All right. Weekly confessional. Shite. I can't. What's your thing you enjoyed? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I'm like, God, what is wrong with me? I'm like, bam, 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 bam this evening. Militant. I think it's, you should run yeah. the boot camp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come on, fuck out this guy. Let's go away. <laughs> No, I should not do it. I'd be, I'd be terrible. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, oh wait, no thing of the week. I'm still, I'm still looking for what we'd achieved. I mean, achieved. Oh my god, what, what we what were supposed to do? Yes. All right. Sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, Janet god. Murray. I have been binge listening to Janet Murray's uh, podcast. It is amazing. So Janet Murray is a uh, content marketer. She is a um, marketer, an entrepreneur. She is fascinating and deeply inspiring and has given me so many ideas all week I I actually in fact more than a week I think I've been binge listening for about two weeks now and every single podcast there is something tangible that I have to go away and write down now I will just be clear I am not listening in order so a lot of her her recent ones are uh, talking about her conference which is coming up on the third and fourth of November I think which I might be speaking at um maybe yeah maybe hashtag definitely am um or and so I'm not necessarily listening to the most recent ones but when you go down and dig in there's absolutely loads of stuff like you know how to grow your Instagram how to do content marketing mistakes you're making like all of this kind of stuff and yeah I am like buzzing my tits off of this podcast because I'm just so full of ideas and like constantly trying to write stuff down for all of the ideas that I've got so yeah mm. I've that's what I've enjoyed this week nice she's she's in my sphere of the universe as well at the minute because I was talking to uh Meg Cowley about this the other day like she popped up on one thing you then sent a podcast about it Meg sent me something about her and it was something like out of nowhere she was just popping She's up in all of my spheres of attention <laughs> yeah it's just maybe she's found her way into my little funnel of of the internet well, she must have done because she, yeah, she's she is in the sphere of where you're going. So that doesn't surprise me. But also, mm. how fucking good is she at, at her job? If like you only she's just phenomenal. just slid into her sphere and all of a sudden she's all over everything. I mean, like props yeah. to her. All right. Now, can we do weekly accountability? If you want to. Yeah, because okay. I did not fail, bitch. Um, right, Dan will reach over the halfway mark of When Winter Comes, episode six, and stay ahead of his production schedule. Yes, I Got have it. done so, and uh, feeling good about it. Getting a, oh, I'm just, I'm just in that end of When Winter Comes, just narrowing down to the finish line. It's like just trying to pull off the satisfying ending. I'm probably, it's probably going to be rough. I'm going to have to edit it and have a look at it, but yeah, on it, on it, doing it, making it happen, getting it done. Love it. 
Um, and Sasha will survive. I did survive. And she will work on one of her speaking gigs that is coming up. Well, amazingly, not only did I work on one. <laughs> yeah, fuck, I am never <laughs> failing again. Um, not only did I work on one, I worked on one and delivered that presentation. And then I worked on a second speaking gig. And this is a Janet one. And I'm very close to finished on that as well. I've probably got about three or four slides left to do. Um, then I've still obviously got to practice it and then record it and, and then deliver it live. But um, like the hard bit for me is always doing the slides because that's when I do my thinking because that like I was telling somebody else about this today, like that is how I do my thinking. And then I can just talk to the slides, which I don't think I knew that I did that before. So, yeah, that's the, that's like the drafting of a book for me in a way. Yeah. Anyway. Random. Yeah, I, I found that when I prepped one of my speeches was making that presentation that is your kind of like just stepping stones towards actually just making it happen yeah yeah and uh, but I don't think I like when I used to have to do presentations at work in the corporate world I would have to write a script as well but now I think because I know my yeah I think but I think that's because I wasn't passionate I just give a shit about what I was talking about <laughs> whereas now because I love my topic and I and like I have researched intensively and deeply and I know stuff inside out I can just look at a slide and talk to it if that makes sense mm -hmm. yeah I don't know this is weird I didn't think I could do that anyway uh comments comments so last week's oh, of close slack that had all the things on it so last week's question was what are your strengths and we had as usual loads of comments so thanks everyone for getting in touch lots of people that uh, enjoyed laughing at Sasha so that's always a bonus. Cheers, um, guys. Jackie, <laughs> there was, I timed this, it was one minute and 50 of just laughter. <laughs> was there actually? It. It was oh there was one God. minute 50. Uh, Jackie Ruta says, my strengths are definitely in the teaching realm. This actually makes my author dreams difficult because I know I'm a good teacher and it feels selfish to leave this career. I love the feeling of helping my students reach for their goals and I pride myself on never shooting down their dreams. I focus on students, not the content. My saving grace in all of this is that if I never reach my goals, it would feel rather hypocritical since I'm always pushing them to reach for theirs. And I did uh, put in the comments for him that I actually do know quite a lot of authors who tread that line between teaching and writing and make a happy uh, living out of doing both. Um, people like Paul Tremblay, people like Jonathan jazz and loads of them loads of them do it so that is also a possibility lucy mitchell says this brilliant episode is a must see on youtube agreed and we actually doubled our usual youtube viewing within the first like hour of it being live uh she says she's known you for a while and seeing you in angel attire made her spew her coffee that's what we go for in the show Caitlin Duncan says, uh, I'm so sorry for laughing, Sasha Black, but this forfeit had me in stitches. When it comes to strength, she leans towards the Gallup themes as well, uh, exploring a lot this year after a bit of a breakdown in March. There is work to be done, but I'm prepared to 10x the strengths which come most naturally, which is obviously the point of that conversation. Uh, Edwin says uh, his strength, since he makes a point of avoiding all those tests that claim they classify him, he has to wing it. It may be that he's an accommodator because the one thing he hates to do is let someone down. If he gives them the word, he'll do everything in his power to finish it. Which I think is an admirable quality in itself, even if you mm. don't sort of diagnose what your, your traits are, what personality you fit in. And then Harley says, my top five are as follows, restorative developer, empathy, learner, and responsibility. So other people there who have taken that test already. Um, and again, we too many comments to go into, but thank you everyone for sending those in. Um, as usual, keep commenting and we'll try and get to as many as we can with each episode. Yep. And I did reply this week. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. So question of the week. Yeah, boy. All right. So my, my question, you, you 
you can answer this in any which way you feel. <laughs> I love the fear that just flashed through your eyes. Yeah, you can. You, so obviously I have thought about this um, for a while and for a while, like two hours. And so I have had a chance to think about my response and I, don't, I still don't think I have an angle. Anyway, I'm going to stop procrastinating. Um, so the question is, I don't know why I'm like building this up so much. It's going to be such a letdown. Come on, Davina. All right. Uh, when is it time to let go? Or how do you know when to let go? How do you know when to let go? Okay. So. <laughs> Let, let's go let's go business because this is the next level author podcast um but i see you wanting to go personal <laughs> I, I i think some of the principles will be the same and i think some of it might actually touch a little bit on um your conversation you had with jay about switching business focus um so for me letting go generally seems to come from either a disinterest in what I'm currently working on or very, very clear signs that there is something else on the horizon that I should be doing. So um, one one thing that touched this into my personal life, one thing that massively changed my personal life like a few years ago was uh, I found the quote, it was a quote or it was a, it was a saying or a parable or something that was on the lines of... Um, the, most people only ever change because of two factors. One of those is desperation. One of those is inspiration. So it can either be that everything is telling you that you need to let go and move on and go to something else, or it can either be that you're, you're, you're ready to put aside things that aren't working because you know that, you know, you've got that first bite of something exciting that you're moving, moving towards. Um, I'm trying to think where to narrow, narrow this down to because it's, it's quite a broad one um yes she nods um i think it's time to let go so i would say i generally i cling on too long to things i i hold on to things far longer than i should and put a lot of effort into making things happen and it's only sort of months years later that i get to a point where i'm like yeah no i should probably let this go because Say, for example, I am talking about like a friendship and you realize after a few years that you're the person that's making all the effort to speak to that someone to see that someone they're not like not that they're not bothered to see you, but they're just not making that effort. So is it worth the effort? I'll be the person that's like keeping that relationship going for ages and ages and ages and then get to a point where it's like, yeah, well, no, nothing's coming of it. Like there's no there's no benefit for either. Um, when it comes to things like work, I've I've changed careers quite dramatically. Um when I came out of uni, I think I've spoken briefly about this. I, so I was into, I was doing a lot of free running. I was doing a lot of parkour and uh, I was coaching and I was enjoying the coaching, but it was like getting me by day to day. And then I broke my wrist. And in that moment I could have, and I did, I did coach with a broken wrist for a good six months, maybe to a year before I got like an internship in um, the university of Lincoln and started working in their publishing department, publications department. Um, but the actual moving from, thinking that my career was going to be free running to going towards this job um 
was quite a a big mental shift because even though I had a broken wrist and even though I had doctors basically telling me because I've got I've also got like a mild form of tendonitis in my knees even though the doctors were like uh basically you won't run again you won't be able to do parkour again which is all bullshit I've done it since I'm better like it's it's fine but uh like making that transition from okay I need to think of something that I'm interested in something that's more sustainable something that sort of fills the the pieces that I was missing in life because I was making money but I wasn't making as much money as I needed to um I left uni I was going to like soon becoming a dad and all that kind of stuff and there was there was a lot of reasons to move forward and to let go of the thing that I loved and like I say I don't I don't let go easily like parkour even now I'm one of those people that like if I could just have a day again just back doing that and I get nostalgic very easily over stuff like that um but i've worked a lot on trying to not be as weighed down by the past and to be excited about the future um and that's been successful somewhat i think um and even sort of most recently we've had conversations about how a lot of a lot of my drive has been in making money from fiction yet most of my happiness has been coming from helping other authors or speaking to other authors or doing stuff like this um, and just being transparent and being out there and, and just really enjoying the people that I talk to. And, and so there is an element going into 2021 where I'm going to slow down my fiction, which feels like a big thing to pull my foot off the, the gas for because I've been driving pretty much since before I became full time. Like people obviously are familiar with the way that like Michael Anderley and his team work, like they write fast and I'm in that system. Um, and I, I want to pull out that system a little bit. Like I still enjoy writing. I still want to put out as many products as I can, but I do, I do want to slow down because I think it's like better for like my mental health, my production, for the quality of the books and everything that I'm writing. Um, and once you get stuck into a particular mindset, it is difficult to switch that and let go of what you've been doing for so long to try and curve into something else. Um, I mean, I can kind of keep babbling like this for very little I don't know if that covers anything that you're kind of like looking for but well it's interesting because I wasn't sure where you were going to take this but because it was definitely a selfish question um but like now that you have started talking I see just how relevant that question is for you as well and mm -hmm. the fact that actually some of that is about like I love that you touched on the direction that you're going and that you know, in slowing down your fiction, some of that is about letting go and, and allowing yourself to do the thing that's making you happy. Um, and, you know, that doesn't mean you're not going to ramp up the fiction again or whatever. It just it just means you're doing what makes you happy now. Well, people like me and you, we get very tunnel visioned. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and once you're in that zone, it's like this has to happen. And then it takes like someone to basically swing a wrecking ball in your face to go, does it? <laughs> For you to go, does it? Oh, maybe, maybe it doesn't. Like that that week, a few weeks back, when like obviously I, I went on the show for a couple of weeks, like everything then was like, no, I have to be doing this. I've got this book, I've got this, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. <laughs> and then you basically was just like, bitch, stop. Bye. -bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just, just got rid of me for like a week, a week and a half, two weeks. But I really like looking back, I really needed that. I, Particularly like, I was just falling down this hole of just like, do, 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 do. And uh, yeah. Oh, why did Baby Shark come into my fucking <laughs> Oh, if only that wasn't licensed, we could totally do a ring over the top of this. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's so it, it links into there as well. How about yourself? All right. So, I mean, I asked this because of the VA situation. Mm -hmm. And what I found most interesting about what you were talking about is that I am sort of the other way around. So I find it 
really really difficult to let control let go let go of the control I can't even get it out because I'm like you know I can't um, I find it so difficult to let go of the control in my business like I have I have poured everything like every cell every minute of my waking being every 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 everything every part of me has gone into this for like the last seven years and like it it is so much a part of me that letting go is incredibly hard for me like I am a control freak but it's more than that it goes deeper than that like it's I have created this and I've built it and trying to let go of that is to to, you know to let you know and it, it I'm finding it so hard to even talk about this but like if you do look at my strengths like the Gallup stuff I don't have a lot of the relationship stuff in there so for me to bring somebody into my safe space and my my baby essentially um is really hard I have to work with somebody I have to trust somebody you know that's really hard for me and this week showed me that um Cool, look at me. I'm actually I'm I am actually emotional. Um yeah, like this week just showed me that um wow, I, I'm exhausted and I'm not gonna be able to grow my business unless I let go and you know, f- for the good of me, in order to be able to continue to do uh the fiction projects, the non-fiction projects, like I I have to let go. And like that is such a um, overwhelming prospect. But the weird thing for me is that as soon as I got off that phone call, do you know the overriding emotion I felt? Relief. Yeah. What? <laughs> for goodness sake, I hope that you do this. Yeah, I felt relief. That's all I felt. I felt uh, this absolutely all-encompassing relief. And I was like... I should have done this a really long time ago, but, um, you know, relief, excitement, because I'm going to get so much time back. And yeah, I don't know. On on the other side of that, (laughs) I have 50 shades of brutal in my personal life. And um, like I, so when it comes to people, I will give them everything. I will give somebody my all. They will have all of me. Like I am, I think I am a like moderately intense person to be friends with. Um, just for, <laughs> <laughs> but I am, I'm sure you can attest to that. Um, yeah, you know, like I, I'm a lot of person in one five foot five body, you know, so, uh, but so so when I've given myself to somebody like, you know, who, who whatever kind of friend or whatever this is, even partners, ex-partners, if you cross me, you are fucking dead to me. That's it. Like I, I have lost a lot of friends over the years um, and I do just let go because, you know, like I will I will give someone and I will give and I'll give another inch. And then, you know, there will get to a point where somebody will have crossed me so many times. And, you know, I had I had a whole experience after after we had Atlas that um, I lost a whole group of like 25 friends. And uh, yeah, like literally overnight, they all came to visit. And then because I couldn't go out drinking, that was it. I didn't hear from anyone. Some of them I've actually never heard from since that day that they came to visit. Yeah. So, you know, and this has happened like uh, on more than one occasion over over time in my personal life. So I have a very small group of friends and that's it. And, And I, you know, 
and just but on the other side of that I very much feel that if you don't let go of um like bad emotions from your past the only person that poisons is you so I'm quite good also at forgiving like um me and my dad never really got on when I was a kid and oh we sort of got to my early 20s and I just was like I'm so sick of holding on to all of this anger and stuff so I just let it go and and you know now we have an amazing relationship and um yeah like so I don't know in my personal life I I feel like I'm really good at letting go not so much on the business side and so this has been a a revolutionary week for me Mm. like emotionally business wise uh yeah and I am excited to see what happens um going forward to see how much time this gives me um fingers crossed I can continue to afford it because I don't want to you know (laughs) like that that was another reason I did want to get to a point where I knew I would be able to afford to do this going Mm. forward because I didn't want to offload and then have to take it back so yeah yeah Yeah, it's interesting because I think I mean you've cheated because you stole the question I was going to ask you anyway to ask me this week you've just rephrased it um (laughs) But it, like, I always wondered what the journey was like going from work to VA, because I always suspected that there was an element of you have to, you know, fill your own plate, but you have to be spilling stuff over to have that extra stuff to bring in the money to warrant them bringing that. There has to be a period of, you know, foot on the gas, just full on humming it until like you can't take anymore because I, I don't know it, it just feels like the natural progression of things and obviously like you say you need to be confident that you've got enough work to hand over which you definitely do you need to be confident that you've got enough money coming in that you can pay that person and keep them going because you are then looping someone into your um into your business they're relying on you for income and stuff they're obviously not employees but they are in some way relying on your money so there's a yeah. lot, of, lot of steps there and um yeah it was it was obvious from a mile off that this was going to come very very soon so I'm I'm excited to to see what happens from it and congratulations yeah thanks i i mean we can talk more offline about how like the point at which i felt mm. it, it you know business-wise but um yeah like i think do you think one will be in your life next year maybe we'll see i don't know <laughs> i right. mean the, the hope is yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> hope is right, then, at that point, but, how yeah. are we leveling up our business this week so uh, I'm going to continue sticking to the production schedule, which is 15,000 words of when winter comes to finish this book. Uh, could be less, could be more, who knows? Uh, <laughs> it's me. Uh, and I've also got some more client work within that. But on top of that, uh, I'm also going to guarantee that I complete one of my, because basically for, for people listening, I mentioned last week about me um, getting into like coaching and stuff for writers and, and whatnot. Um and I'm basically laying all the foundations for that at the minute. And I've completed kind of one package this week. I'm going to complete another one next week and just get that. I, I say underway, it's already underway, but basically you just get that solid cemented and ready to go. So that's going to be finished. Is that the phrasing that you would like to use? One package will be finished. One more package will be finished or the one that you've one already finished? One more package will be finished. <laughs> oh, I'm going to get you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, okay cool so i will uh what's the date oh it will be friday the 23rd so i will have finished my presentation um i will have started working with the va i don't know that doesn't really feel like a thing i should put down that's not really relevant is it okay so forget that i will have yeah. finished my presentation 
oh no, I should know more what I was supposed to do. What, what's even going on in my life right now? Hang on a minute. <laughs> I'll edit this out. I'll edit this out. Uh, oh. And you asked if I was prepared. I know. I Well, in my head, I had like three things and now I've forgotten what all of them are and I didn't write them down. Cool um, stuff editing that was it okay so my things are going to be i'm going to finish my presentation for uh janet murray's conference and i am going to have started becca Symes uh strengths for writers course which i'm super excited about um and i think that's all i'm gonna put down i obviously need to do a whole buttload of other stuff um but i here's here's wh where i am unclear because i have given let go and given off all of this work to um the VA I my brain is now like all the stuff you can do don't, don't. yeah no no I know I know and so I just like I just need to get clear the plate yeah so so probably one thing I will add is to um have some kind of idea some kind some kind of idea of what I'm going to do for the rest of the year given my newly acquired time. That's so exciting. But yeah, three things. A plan of what I'm going to do with my time. Um, started Becca Symes course and finished my presentation. That's it. All right. Audience question of the week. How do you know when it is time to let go? And you guys are free to answer this in terms of business or personal or both if you want to. All right. Love it. That's it. Don't forget to check our patreon out which was what patreon.com forward slash next level authors mm -hmm. right. nice and easy wicked <laughs> bye bye bye